Take your enjoyment of Smodco Podcast to the next level by checking out a live Smodco show. Hollywood Babylon at the Hollywood Improv on March 18th. HBO at the Improv in Hollywood on Friday, March 25th. Kev brings his one-man show to the Ringling College of Art and Design in Sarasota, Florida on March 26th. Celebrate April Fool's Day with HBO at the Hollywood Improv. Iowa City gets an evening with Kevin Smith on April 9th. Kev inflates the Helium Comedy Club with two shows on April 10th and again on the 11th in St. Louis. Get old with Jay and Bob Thursday, April 14th at the Irvine Improv. April 15th means two things. Your taxes are due and you need to catch Babylon at the Hollywood Improv. Mike and Ming are at PopCon April 15th and 16th in Evansville, Indiana. Monday, April 18th, Charlotte, North Carolina gets Kevin for two shows. April 19th, Kev performs twice in Richmond, Virginia. An evening with Kevin Smith in Atlanta on April 20th. Austin, get ready for Kevin Smith's solo at the Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Fest, April 22nd. April 22nd through 24th, Muse hits Motor City Nightmares. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Austin on April 23rd. Jersey reunites with Kev in Atlantic City on April 30th. Tickets to these and all Smodco shows are available now at Smodcast.com. When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your thought body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sugar way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodco Smor- Oh, Nooner show. I am a host. Hi. My name is Marty. I am a guest, and my name no, is... No, you're a host. Oh, I am a host. I have been... <laughs> Bumped up. No, you've always been a host. I was never bumped up. Well, you're always bumped up every time you walk into the room. Okay. Is you going to bump me up now? Yeah, I'll, I will get you a bump, <laughs> of, okay. a sweet bump of Coke. <laughs> yes. Anyway, my name is Giselle. Hello, everybody. Uh, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a host. Uh, my name is Cassandra. And in studio, if you can call it a studio, we have a special guest, Peter Stoya. Hello, everybody. Yay, welcome, Yay. Peter. Uh, why are you here? Uh, Cassandra and I are on a wonderful improv team together called Calico High School, and she invited me today because I'm a super huge nerd, and I heard that this podcast was pretty much the place for super huge nerds to talk about stuff. Actually, Peter's the only person uh, from my improv group who actually listens to the podcast. <laughs> the podcast at all? Yeah. Uh, what do you listen to? Uh, I'm a big fan of How Did This Get Made? Get out. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, uh, that's delightful. Also, in studio is a, a large fruit salad. Yeah. yeah. I'm fully aware and happy about that. Yeah. Everyone's super. <laughs> um, do you need any? This is very. I should have offered you this when you walked in, but do you need anything to drink? No, I'm fine okay. right now. Thank you, though. Very, uh, Marty, you yes. make. The best kombucha. Do you have any on on oh, here for us? <laughs> yeah, there's some in the fridge. I'm gonna get some. Oh, it's great! It's really good. Do you like kombucha? I've actually never tried it, but okay. I always hear the word and it just sounds tasty. Do you like drinking vinegar? Yeah, it's really it, it's a interesting taste. <laughs> cool. It's like the let's let's sugar. let's be interested together. All right, <laughs> and that's how the podcast works. Great. Um, <laughs> now, as the loyal listeners know who, if you want to join in, you can tweet in at Nooner Podcast. Nooner Dan Marty at, uh, on the um, whatever Twitter, Twitter machine. machine. <laughs> and Nooner, Dan, uh, Nooner Podcast at gmail.com. If whatever. You know, I'm so lame. This is really <laughs> early. It's not uh, important, really. Not important. And uh, there's Tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. <laughs> um, and it's all there for you. Um, 
Well, back in the early 1990s, it's like right when the internet was first starting, mm-hmm. as, as nerdy people would know, yeah. there was this thing called Usenet. Are you familiar with Usenet? Mm-mm. Sounds familiar. Okay. Well, it's where nerds would post things like uh, Monty Python quotes or which mm. was better, the Batman movie or the Dark Knight comic book. <laughs> and, it's like Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like pre-Reddit. The precursor all, to... Yeah. Mostly text and... Uh, like I guess all text, um, and then there was this lawyer named Mike Godwin who noticed that the, in these uh, these uh, online arguments they they would escalate, and then there would be a lot of name calling and exaggeration. Of course, and he noticed a pattern. He and so he created this law that the moment someone in an argument likened their opponent to Adolf Hitler, <laughs> their <laughs> argument was immediately invalidated. Great, because as you it know, should have been. Yeah, how could defending <laughs> the merits of Zima Gold make you Hitler? You know, who ordered the genocide of six million people? Of course. Yeah, and so this became Godwin's law, and was even added to uh, I think the, the Oxford English Dictionary in 2012. And um, oh, I'm sorry, we we have a. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm tasting the kombucha right now. We're doing a kombucha taste. This you look what like you're you about think? to kiss Peter. Yeah. <laughs> it's we save that for later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, for the end of the show. Um, it is exactly uh, what you described. A very interesting taste. Yeah. I can't really go beyond that. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's refreshing. It's bracing. Would you like some more or no? no I'm I'm good. good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm definitely good. Uh, it turns go. out Peter's also very polite. Yeah. Um, I'm probably the most polite, even when I don't need to be. Uh, well. So, <laughs> well, we see God not to was, not to cast though. Yeah. Not to, oh, that's right. <laughs> cats are jerks. No, Cass. Cass oh. is like a cat though. Oh, that's what that's what I said. You misheard me. Oh, okay. Cass is a jerk. Is what I said. And we see Godwin's law mm-hmm. in action, uh, you know, all the time. Liberals compared George Bush to Hitler for uh, the Patriot Act, and conservatives compared Obama to Hitler because of health care reform, <laughs> and also because they're dumb. And well, yeah, and the, the, and that's what the point of Godwin's law. Once yeah. you get there, and then because you're, those pictures of Obama with the Hitler mustache look, pretty, li- yeah, pretty good. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's making Michael Jordan out. pulled off that mustache. I thought. Uh, no. <laughs> that's an example of someone who's just like too big for anyone to say no to him for sure literally and i guess what what it ha- comes down to is like people make they pull the hitler trigger because they don't have room for nuance and and they don't like you know say what you want about the last two presidents but they weren't fascist genocidal dictators definitely you know? not yeah and then cut to this past election, and I think you know where I'm going with this, is that you've got the last two Mexican presidents comparing Donald Trump to Hitler for his vilification of Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And uh, some pranksters goaded tw- uh, Donald Trump into retweeting Bus- uh, Mussolini quote, a Benito Mussolini quote. Yeah, that was And then this past crazy. weekend, everyone from Louis C.K. to fucking Glenn Beck yeah. made direct comparisons to of Trump to Hitler. Uh, and I don't know if you saw the picture, but there was this event in Orlando where Donald Trump, or I guess he's been doing it all over, he asked his supporters to pledge to vote for him. And it looked like Zig Heil. Yes. And it it, yeah, uh-huh. it provided this incredible photo op where you got a room full of white guy, white people raising their right arms in a Zig Heil salute. Yep, yep. Yeah. And it's almost as if like that this were some 
crazy elaborate like art hoax that that Donald Trump is perpetrating on the American people. <laughs> like how much can I fuck with you people? How much can I get you to be you know uh to to fall in goose step with with oh, man. my my shtick. <laughs> it seems the answer uh at this point is uh he hasn't done enough to fuck with us. Well, do you think he can keep going? Do you think it's it, it's a like I'm this Donald Trump is basically invalidating Godwin's law, and do you think that it's a fair comparison to compare him to Hitler? I do, for yeah. sure. Um, I think. Giselle, do you have a? Well, I think it remains to be seen. You know, this is a sensitive topic for me, being German as I am. Uh, I, I don't agree with the man's policies. I, I'm not too partial to his personality. He seems like a very hard man. Uh, not a. Um, not many maybe listening skills could could use a little help on that uh, so but uh, whether he would orchestrate the genocide of 6 million people I, let's hope we don't find out yeah and i think that it's a fair comparison not because he wants to kill 6 million muslims or or but because of his charisma you say and yeah. he's sweeping everybody say oh we're going to follow him he has the answer yeah like and he focuses on crowd emotionality as yeah. opposed yeah. to reason yeah and and he and uses also, anger and fear to win his arguments yeah, and I'm anger pretty and fear and he's very what do you call xenophobic xenophobic yeah yeah, yeah. He yeah don't so like it's like foreigners. he's builds up this nationalism by saying it's not you know we're great but but it's them who's holding us down yeah, whatever whatever them is scary and i don't think it's real anymore i honestly like number one um <laughs> can't be real when he first started running people were like oh he's in cahoots with hillary to tank the republican party and i was like that's such a stupid conspiracy theory donald trump's just an idiot but honestly the more that happens and that keeps going i'm and how he just like he just ruins every debate and he you know like his his weird speeches and now this stuff with the right hand thing like i almost am starting to believe it because i'm just like there's no way there's no way that like this person is such a like um what's the word i'm looking for a narcissist and you know like a, a crazy person that he really I um, I feel like it's 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 gone too far that maybe it's calculated. And well, I think it is calculated in that he's trying to maximize his narcissism or whatever. He's well, trying yeah, to maximize like, I don't know, attention just, on himself. Maybe I'm becoming a conspiracy theorist because I'm like, N whoa! Like I well, think he's trying to tank the Republican Party. Well, I think it's calculated in that he is using every tactic to get support. No matter what, there's mm -hmm. no principle behind it. Like, so they did an analysis of like one of the early debates, and I'm sure you could do this um, now. They ran all his answers through um, through software, and they said that all his responses, because you know they're short, limited use of multisyllabic words, they rated him at a fourth grade level. Wow. <laughs> and and I think that is calculated. I think he's like, okay, you know, I've I'm getting my dumbing down my message making it repetitious so because that i can get people i feel like he doesn't have any like actual plans yeah and then you ask uh, the, you see all the interviews all like why do you support trump every single person just parrots what he says well yeah. we need to make america great again we've got to build a wall he's a businessman he you know and it's just like word for word parroting mm -hmm. wow. so on that level i think donald trump is like hitler but of course their goals are different like he th i think he's not interested in in eradicating a race necessarily unless it gets him more attention i feel like 
I mean, from what I know, um, when Hitler rose to power, he was simply just talking about getting people out. He was saying these people were the problem. They need to leave. Not I'm going to commit mass genocide or something of that nature. Right. Uh, and then it grew into what became the reason to start uh, World War II. Right. And it was... It's scary and weird, and <laughs> it's hard to even know what to think of it, I think. Yeah. Well, um, one more thing about Trump is like his wife even said that he kept a, or his ex wife, he kept a book of Hitler's speeches on the nightstand. Oh, my so like, goodness. But I think he was studying it. He's like, oh, how did he get uh, uh, an entire country? Is that true, though, or is she just. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe. I, it, I mean. Uh, I don't know why. Why would? <laughs> Darren posted a picture of a Trump rally in Florida and said that the uh, the Nazis would have locked their arms more stiffly and that these people are sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> They're just not doing. Say what you want about picture, Nazis, but they picture. had a code of ethics. Is that the only way to raise your right hand? Um, well, you could raise it like you do you could, when, when yeah, you could do the when you're, uh, when you're on the yeah. The stand. Isn't that what he's saying? Like, raise your right hand and promise to swear. To but whatever. he's holding it. But like everyone's this. like, yeah. oh, is he? Yeah. What in the It's world? really I don't creepy. get it. This you know I don't. This is a this is a scary scary yeah. thing. I mean yeah. I I it's not funny. Well, I think it's anymore. more important than ever to yeah. I mean, it, I think it's getting to the point where it is scary. <clears throat> I don't agree with um with Louis CK and saying that, you know, he said that we need somebody um he would want a conservative just to balance it out. Like, you know, we had a liberal president for the past two terms. We should have a conservative. I would argue that we haven't had a liberal president and um, we should just do what's best for the country. And yeah. certainly Trump is not. Because Obama couldn't do everything that he wanted to do. So so uh, if you're, he, he can't really be counted as a liberal president. Yeah. And if, so if you're in a state right now um, that is having primaries today, I forget which ones are, um, but vote. Anyone but Trump. There you go. <laughs> mm. um, so, Peter. Yes. Uh, on your Twitter, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is Peter underscore awesome. You are self-described as a male Leslie Nope. Yes. Just go so, go into that. Uh, so, um, this happened uh, last year. I uh, was uh, talking about... Um, I, I drive for Lyft and... Uh, Last year, I got into this thing on Facebook where I was talking about how a friend of mine uh, in an acting class, we were talking about it and how I thought, oh, you know, it's a cool company, but I feel like they could do a lot more. Um, they could be supporting a lot of great causes. They could be putting themselves out there more the way companies or other companies are not. Uh, and a friend of mine said, oh, that's a noble idea, but I don't think it's going to work. Uh, and... He kind of it kind of like left at that, and then I posted that on Facebook, and then my one of my friends uh, was like, "Peter, you're completely wrong about this. Uh, like, you just have the wrong ideas." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Well, just because you disagree with me doesn't mean necessarily that <laughs> I'm going to uh, stop thinking what I'm thinking because just because it's noble and." Uh, uh, you and then a friend of mine commented, like, Peter, this is why I love you. You're like the male Leslie Nope. And then You're it kind of stuck. Yes. So you Aww. thought. It's just like, I believe, you know, if I believe that 
if something is good, why should well, just the fact that it's good means that it's not possible or right, I don't know. Right. Uh, so how do you like working for Lyft? I like it a lot. Uh, I've been a Lyft driver now for uh, about two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. So I joined, yeah. I joined in about like six months after they started in LA. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's definitely had ups and downs. Uh, uh, but more recently, I found that it's just been keeping really busy. There's hardly, for me, much wait time between like getting passengers, and it's just a good job to have for me, an actor slash comedian slash musician. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Can you, in the middle of the day, uh, if if you're driving around and taking passengers, but then you have an audition, you can just uh, sign out and go to your audition and then start up again? Totally, yeah. There's wow. no, uh, like, you don't have to, like, adhere to a uh, schedule. You can't, you don't need to, like, stay signed in. Does you have to have a fancy car? No. In fact, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they have a rule against having a fancy, because fancy cars are usually only two seaters from what i understand oh and also yeah. i guess it probably if you have a, a gas guzzling fancy car it you're would not, not gonna, be yeah it would probably it would it would just probably not be good for the job peter, <laughs> you peter drives a bright orange prius yeah oh do you provide uh, those amenities for your passengers like, i i did when like i started massages massages happy, happy and water, happy finishes horoscope <laughs> readings candies and, Yeah, uh, I did. I did. I don't anymore, but I do have. You um, should wear one of those microphones and just give a tour. Oh, sure, <laughs> that would be really the, fun. On the left, you will tell them the limited things that I know about. <laughs> on, oh, celebrities the, live over on the hills. I don't know I which was ones. More like on the right is the CVS pharmacy where I get my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just point out the places that I go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is they can my, learn a little bit more about their driver. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've been asked this all the time. And anybody, any celebrities you've picked up have been interesting. Uh, I have not. I did. Uh, I did pick up uh, a porn actress um, once. Uh, did you recognize her? Yes, <laughs> I totally did. <laughs> um, and I, but I unfortunately cannot remember her name right now. Uh, but I, I can picture her. I can picture her. Her, her, her <laughs> that's the way area. porn works, yeah. right? Um, those girls don't have names. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the whole ride, she was very um, slutty. No, she was super. No, uh, she was very like, um, oh yeah, I've I'm a. She didn't say I'm a porn actress, but like I recognize her as such. But she's like, oh yeah, I'm a model because I told her that I recognized her. Uh, oh. she's like, oh, I'm a model and whatever, you know, it, it was, it seemed very like blase about the things that she had done. Right. Right. I was once picked up by a Lyft driver and, and I said, oh, you know, um, he was from Atlanta. I was like, oh, what do you do? And, or what do you like, what, what are you out here for doing? And it turns out he was a, he's a regular on a sitcom. <laughs> And mm-hmm. like what the fuck? <laughs> a lift. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, but it, he, I guess it's it's in Atlanta, and you know, it's one of the oh, okay. Tyler Perry shows for sure. Uh, and, and he comes here when he's not shooting, and then drives and goes to auditions. But I was like, wow, I'm being driven by a celebrity of sorts. You know? There you go. Yeah. yeah so uh, it's crazy. And why did you pick uh, Lyft over Uber? I found out about I found out about Uber. 
after I got hired for Lyft, actually, uh, I didn't even know about Uber until then. Like the whole hiring process for me was probably like a month or something. So even so, like it, there was me finding out about Lyft, me signing, trying to applying to become a Lyft driver, and that was like two weeks, and then a month. So for a month and a half, I didn't even know that there about competition. Right, uh, right. And then I stayed with Lyft just because. I don't know. It doesn't seem like Uber has uh, many standards. <laughs> ah. Oh, really? Yeah, it man. feels yeah. It feels like um, so many things happen. Yeah, every other week I'll hear about a driver doing something shitty to some passenger, sexually assaulting, some passenger girls or like killing, complaining people. about shit. Yeah, like that just happened. Driving badly. Wait, a passenger, a driver killed a passenger. Yeah, a driver I think it was. In, he killed like on the east coast, four somewhere. or five people in Michigan in a car yeah. accident. Or no, no, no. Like, like he knife. was like a serial killer. <gasps> oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. oh, there, so yeah, there you right. go. Anyone throw up in your car? That happened to me once. It was weird mm. too. Uh, like it was like. 10.15 on like a Thursday night. It wasn't even that late. Picked him up from like the standard in downtown. And uh, it was like three girls and then like a fourth girl came. And I didn't even notice before she sat in my car, but she was carrying a huge uh, trash bag that only had throw up in it. Ew. Well, you know, you want a souvenir for the night. And so, as, and so we go and then like the smell from the bag hit. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, uh, what's going on? Asked. They said, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, my friend threw up. And then uh, I like we drove. decided not to throw it away. It was like a multi, it was a multi-stop <laughs> ride as well. So like I dropped one oh, girl off God, and then on the way to like the last location, uh, they're like, you know what? Just pull over. Uh, the smell is too bad. We'll walk from here. And then as they were getting out, that's when the vomiting happened. Oh, oh, come on. And and so uh they were like, "Oh, please give me uh please don't give me one star or something like like I wasn't going to do that." <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, that's Yeah, you didn't tell me about the throw up the throw up person uh yeah. before <laughs> before what they got in. Possesses a person or even a group of people to have throw up in a bag. And continue yeah. to carry it around. Yeah, they were. I don't know. They must like, have had their mind set on fucking it. being out on a Thursday oh, night. So if you see somebody with a low rating, will you not pick them up then? Uh, I no. I I pick up everybody. Um, uh, it doesn't. That doesn't. That doesn't matter much to me. And the the very few like that person who requested the ride, who had a friend who threw up in my car, had a f good rating too. So. It, I don't think the rating necessarily adheres to like whether or not the so passengers. It's something like if you Good. if you yourself rate them low as a driver, then you just won't ever get, you won't ever get matched with them again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. And if and if you, I yeah. think that if a passenger gets enough low ratings, like in general, I don't think that they. I think they get kicked off of. Lyft. Yeah. Like they're yeah. not allowed to use it anymore. Because Lyft is like, bro, no. Yeah. <laughs> You've caused too much trouble. Just be cool. Too much vomit. Ugh. Why the fuck did you get one? <laughs> what did you do? Um, <laughs> do you have, did we talk about baskets yet? Yeah, we talked about it last oh, week. Damn it. I've been, I have unfortunately not watched it yet. I really do want to. I'm a huge Zach fan. I love mm -hmm. Zach Galifianakis. Uh -huh. yeah, you, well, you will like it. I'm sure, I'm sure I would. Really Just the idea of it looks absolutely incredible. 
Yeah, Kristen talked about that last oh, week. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so what do you guys think of movies with twists in them at the end? Oh, I love that. I was yeah, watching, it's fun. I was watching uh, Good Night, Mommy. Uh, did you see that? It's is that that uh, weird like German film that like everyone Aust- was like, this is the scariest, uh, the scariest trailer we've ever seen? Yeah, the scariest trailer. Movie, kind of funny. Uh, really? No. <laughs> it's, uh, um, it's an Austrian film, and it's about these two uh, twin brothers uh, who think that their mother, who had uh, reconstructive surgery or, mm-hmm. or plastic surgery, is they replaced her. And it's very, very creepy, and it's pretty gets pretty intense at the end, and it's got mm. a big twist in it. Mm. And... Um, if you've ever seen, it's very, very similar to this movie called The Others, which came out in 1978. I With think. Nicole Kidman? No. Oh, The Other. I'm the Others. Oh, okay. The, yeah, that, the Nicole the other, other. The Others, the which same. also has a twist. Sure. Uh, but, yes, it does, actually. But yeah. The Other is like this, it's about the, these uh, twins. One of them's bad and one of them's good. And, oh. and then there's a twist at the end. Mm. So... So you think that you like a good twist? Yeah, I mean, the thing not? is, as long as it's not predictable. That's the thing about yeah. Goodnight Mommy. Like just having seen a movie with the with twins who do bad things, like, and then it had the exact same twist, and you could see all the things. Sure. Coming. So it was a little less fun for me, even uh-huh. though it was a very twisted movie. But um, what are what twists do you, do you guys like? Well, we would if we talk about it, we're going to give a spoiler. No, we Is can. That all right? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, these are movies that yeah. that, are, that everybody has seen. That's six cents. That's yeah. the. That I feel like. I mean, that was the that's the start. Essential. I think. Yeah. I was really or happy. close to it. I was. Some people said they saw it coming. I did not see it coming. Mm. So by the end, I was. <gasps> sure. Yeah. Very surprised. I think. I think the that and like the twist endings that started becoming popular kind of ruined movie watching for me for a little bit because when that happened i grew to expect twists so when i would go see a movie and i'm like you're watching an adam sandler movie like i like in my mind i was not a ghost yeah like i would see yeah i was all adam sandler movies i'm really concerned about why he doesn't become a ghost at the end but um i would see uh i would be watching movies and seeing everything that was happening and you know, watching for foreshadowing and stuff. And I would just be thinking like, oh, is he going to, is he going to do this? He was going to do that. And then I would you watch it. You yourself all twisted up. Yeah. Yeah. The twist. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Then, and then, then like you, it wouldn't happen. I'm like, why did I even think about that? Right. And you end up like trying to outthink the writer as opposed to just going along for the yeah. ride. Yeah. Like I, really bad place for movie watching. <laughs> I saw The Sixth Sense with my sisters. And at the time I was working for a production company as a, as a script reader and like I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was excellent, and and the twist just really hit me. And then, as I'm getting to the car, I realize, oh shit! I read that script and, and did coverage on it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. And in in my coverage, I wrote, the "Twist is a little predictable." Like you know, <laughs> pass. Tell no, I didn't. I, I was like. For any of the listeners who don't know, tell them what coverage is. Oh, so basically, these uh, production companies have these development executives, and they solicit scripts from agents, mm-hmm. and and or they try to develop stuff in house, and they're working with writers. And they, so many scripts come in, they don't have um, they don't have uh, the time to read it. So mm-hmm. what they'll do is they'll have a, a bunch of readers 
schmucks like me read scripts all day, and then we write coverage. We do a synopsis, and we do a, a, our commentary our, and our like opinion. Like a cliff on note. Yeah, like a cliff's note uh, <laughs> version of it. And uh, so, yeah, on that one, I, I think it I was did recommend it, but I did say that the twist was predictable. Well, is and it because, I felt and like then maybe because the like the stage directions go like only Haley Joel Osment can see him? Is it why? Oh, you know what? It was probably just because I was like <laughs> really obvious in like the rest of the script. Yeah, the no, twist. That's why the twist was predictable. Me being a smug reader was like, I'm no more than everybody else. Did, did the company what you work for was they the ones who make it or did they no, pass on it? Uh, no, th- that script was a hot ticket item, so that went to a studio. Hot ticket. Oh. And we were we were a sort of a big independent company. I see. In fact, the head of the company, he won uh, the Oscar for the uh, the um, uh, Spotlight. Oh. He was mm. one of many producers. Another yeah. twist movie that I really like is um, uh, The Usual Suspect. Oh, yeah. That was uh, I, oh, I uh, one of my that. favorite movies, yeah, for really sure. Good. I, I remember when I saw it, I went back the very next day to see it again. Oh, really? Yeah, the very next day. And it once you know, it's like a whole different movie. And yeah. I enjoy both of them. Tweet in your favorite twists. That's at Nooner Dan Marty. Favorite twist. Uh, Chris Brown says... Favorite twist. <laughs> Chris Brown said Fight Club. Fight Club, of course. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably one of my... Top movies of all yeah, time. Really? Yeah. I love Fight Club so much. The Midge hates Fight Club. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. Cool. Let's Who talk does? about how much. Huh? Let's talk Who about hates it. Oh, my, my midget midge. boyfriend. Oh, 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 the Midge. I didn't know he has a. Why does the Midge hate Fight Club? I've, I don't remember, but oh. I know that he really does. Well, you were just like, oh, isn't that cute? You don't like Fight Club. You, you, you don't pe- like Fight Club? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Let's go grab another drink. Yeah. I would, was not a huge fan of it just because I was like, well, what is it? What does it all mean? Mm-hmm. But um, it was certainly um, uh, uh, provocative mm-hmm. and violent. There's actually a, a website that I've become a fan of recently called jackdurden.com. Uh, and it's uh, this guy who's essentially studied it, watched it over and over again, frame by frame, uh, and, and uh, posts... Um, the quote-unquote rules of Fight Club and how essentially uh, Tyler Durden is not the only uh, unreal person in that movie uh, and goes into descriptions of all the characters, Marla Singer, Milo's... Bob with bitch tits and all the other characters in that film. Uh, and it's... Really interesting, and it makes you want. It made me want to watch the movie uh, over again. Did you do it? Oh yeah, uh, and, and 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 um. Well, so Marla Singer. So it says first rule: Marla Singer isn't real. Uh, and I don't remember who all these people is. That's Hel- a, Helena, Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter. Carter. Oh, uh, she's not real. She's not real. Uh, I that's, think I that's just the tip that. of the iceberg. The second time that I watched the movie and understood like the whole thing, I was kind of thinking, I was like, well, so is she real? Well, if nothing's real, I don't know what to believe. And it's ah! and it's very, but it's very subtle. Like Marla and Tyler Durden have similar hairstyles. They wear sunglasses. They have very weird uh, clothing choices. Is that what imaginary they never, people look like? They never show up in the same scene together. Um, well, stuff well, I like, assume that that was because that she wouldn't. Or she, they, she, I mean, or they actually they do have sex, but that is uh, so. I, what I just said is completely wrong. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> That, but that is representative of like 
Edward Norton's mind. Essentially, they're like two personalities of Edward Norton's character. And they're like, that. them having sex is one trying to take over the other and become his full personality. Oh. Wow. Let's get Jack Durden in here. Uh, (laughs) Good website. Christopher Brown also likes... Fight Club and Tyson. Grad Chris likes Twelve Monkeys and The Prestige. Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys. I I really like that movie. Oh, oh yeah. I should see that. I'm a big. That was the one with that. the guy who was also in Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. That Bruce Willis. And uh, he's a, he, I guess M- Mr. Kind of Jolie a... is in it too. Yeah, Mr. Jolie, mm-hmm. Brad, Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, The Prestige. I did not care for. I, I thought that the twist was just. Was really. I don't even. Re- I saw it. I did not care for it either. What was the twist? The twist was like he's trying to figure out how this guy escapes out of this thing. This uh, like oh and it's yeah, twins. this magic trick, magic trick, and it turns out he's just clo- cloning himself and then drowning each time. So oh my! The guy has figured out how to clone it's himself. Like so and he <laughs> kills himself over right. and over. And again. like you have the power to clone yourself, and that's what you do with it. Like just yeah, yeah. just kill yourself over yeah, and over self. again. Those people, those people in <laughs> in that time period, they didn't have many big ideas except for nikola tesla right played by david bowie all oh, right oh i cool. like also the twist in uh, uh jacob La- jacob's ladder oh you remember yeah, that? I, actually, all, I haven't we're seen in a zoo. well then we won't tell you the twist. it's all right i haven't seen any of them. Oh, no, that's a really good movie. it's actually I, love I, it. I didn't i was so freaked out by it the first part of it and then by the end i was less happy but it's really well done i love that movie oh i just love it um what about uh the crying game i'm looking at you because i'm, assu- I'm assuming the you guys haven't game. seen it i have not uh, i kind of remember was that the slow pan down yeah that's the reveal yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna say but yeah uh did not care for that movie a really too melodramatic for my taste i like melodram- melodrama yeah, yeah. yeah here and there what's your favorite melodrama <laughs> oh you know what i love i love the english patient Oh, that, I like saw that by myself. I think I was like came for the doctor's office or something like that, and it was like it was a few weeks after it opened, and so it was like me and like six other old men, and <laughs> I was just like just like weeping watching it. <laughs> what is what counts as a melodrama? Um, is it kind of what it sounds like, where it's just like something Ugh. heavy and. I- emotional, a lot of emotion, sweeping emotion. Like Carol? Oh. A sensational, Carol. dramatic piece with exaggerated characters and exciting events intended to appeal to the emotions. Oh, so I don't, I don't Carol actually, would be that. I, don't I like, like those because about, that's my uh, life. Meet Joe I'm Black. I'm a constant walking melodrama. So. What about Meet Joe Black? Speaking of Brad Pitt's. Uh, um, I actually, you know, I actually you haven't seen, I actually haven't seen the full movie i think i've only seen like the first third of it or something So you waved at joe black i just waved at joe black <laughs> you did not meet him no nah, we we're acquaintances <laughs> uh-huh. all right say hello to joe black as you drive by <laughs> but see like i think melodrama like can be really bad and that looked like bad melodrama i loved it really that one yeah i thought it, it but you know i can understand if you don't i would not say it's a great movie just that i liked it and i like that carly fiorina like she's in it like wasn't she the no, president? Cla- Claire, Claire Forlan. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I need to go watch Joe, meet Joe like, Black again. Carly Fiorina was an actress, too. She should have oh, pushed man. that Reagan shit hard. Is there anything she cannot do? Yeah. yeah. He's an actor. I'm an actor. Let's do this. <laughs> America. Oh, there was, a great, um, there was a great clip that I po- posted on Facebook that was... Uh, uh, who, 
who posted it? Oh, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom, the lieutenant governor of California. And it was a, a debate between George H.W. Bush and Ronald Reagan back in 80, mm-hmm. the 84 election. Uh, or the 80 election, I forget which one. But um, they were talking about immigration and how we need to provide public services for immigrants' children and that we need to work out a, a way to welcome immigrants coming mm-hmm. from Mexico. And there was like this really like uh, uh em- empathetic response and thoughtful response and you just compare that that like and they were both sort of agreeing with each other and it was very reasoned and you compare that with the the republican debates of the past couple of weeks and it's just I, the republican party is just in a tailspin i was talking to um someone and I had said, I was like, I don't think, I think that if Donald Trump wasn't there, I really, really don't think that the Republican debates would be like this. I feel like they would be, they wouldn't be, they'd be far to the right. It would be almost watchable. Well, they'd be far to the right, for sure. but, But like, they would at least, they would just, they would have more to talk about, you know? Like, they spend so, they waste so much time insulting each other and interrupting each other that like i just i don't understand how if i was a republican like an actual one like a one that you could maybe respect a little bit mm-hmm. like i would be fucking pissed off right now i i really think and maybe i'm wrong about this i I, I what what you say you harp 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 on this? Sure. I I, I know that I harp on this a lot of the times, but I really uh, am thinking about what is the effect of all the TV that we watch have on the way we talk to each other. Like reality TV is all based on this contentiousness and crazy arguing and, and, and the, drama and, and the stuff more like that. outrageous things that the Trump says. Outrageous. The, he, more, the more coverage he gets. Yeah, that's right. And I, it's and like I, a, it's like I a really big it's reality show TV, called the GOP debate. Yeah, our TV culture is uh, conditioning us to only respond to this level of discourse, and it's unfortunate. Now I have a question, <laughs> and yeah, perhaps um, I'm making a. And a, we'll get back to the to the twist. Oh, hey, in just good a morning, Great. Perhaps I'm having a a big like I'm making a bad comparison. But you remember when um all those mass shootings were happening specifically Oh, you mean yesterday and yeah, the yeah, day like, before? Right, right, right. But specifically like the one in like uh Aurora and oh, right. how yeah. that was like a and pretty much any of the big ones before that where it was a really good example of the media just like you saw that guy's face everywhere. And every right. TV, the same yeah. picture of him over and over and over again. And that was when there was a kind of like a cry for like a public cry to say, stop making these people celebrities or they're going to keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. And, and they are these, these sort of, uh, they are revered in these, you know, on 4chan and whatever. Like the exactly. people who totally, like they're as, um, they are studied as fight club, you know, like people have just like gone through their entire plans and they're all their sketches right. and all this, you know, so their uh, weaponry. I'm going to make this comparison. Go for it. Um, perhaps the media, you know, because now they stopped doing that. Like the, you saw the pictures of the people who did the San Bernardino shootings, but not as much, you know, right, and like right. all those things. And like, I feel like the Sandy Hook, like that was after 
Denver or after Aurora, right? They didn't see the guy, you know, as much. Like they really took it down because they, you know, realized like that they're, it's what a great way to become a celebrity is, oh, I can shoot a bunch of people. So they stopped showing the guy's faces as much. I wonder if the media stopped blowing up these big crazy moments, maybe if they would either stop happening or the, the thing is that's not how they make their money they make yeah. their money when people watch them and if you show you know like we're gonna show you the face of a killer yeah. then you're gonna tune in well but like, i feel like most of the media outlets though have a kind of like together realized okay yeah we made james holden or whatever his name is we made him a celebrity that was really messed up the public doesn't like that so let's all agree to stop doing that like i feel like most of them kind of got together they obviously didn't get together but i feel like most of them stopped after aurora after like the public was like stop doing this so it's kind of like if the public could just say like stop yeah just don't stop, watch dude. stop stop feeling yeah. this trump fire yeah then maybe we could get a serious debate right but how can you you know I, um, it's a tough comparison because i'm comparing a presidential election to a mass shooting also right. but how but, can you you it's really difficult to get it might become to stop that yeah because like mario they think there's no I mean, it's on, I will watch it, it titillate me. Right. Like Marco Rubio, <laughs> when he came out and made fun of Donald Trump's penis, he got more media coverage oh than, than ever in the campaign and it gave him a little bump. And so it's like, well, look it, if I do, you know, it's like a kid who's like, oh, if I, you know, throw a tantrum, I get candy. So It's I've, also interesting oh. too that like Ted Cruz is doing as well as he's doing because he's... It, nobody likes the, him. You, a voice of reason. His kids don't yeah, want like, His exactly. kids don't want a kiss from him. Yeah, nobody likes Ted Cruz, but yeah. like that almost works like to his favor. And so, I'm. I also feel like a little bit worried too that if Donald Trump becomes the candidate, I actually read a really interesting article, but I'll say that in a second. Um, if Donald Trump becomes a candidate, um, if he is going to just tank the debates between either Bernie or Hillary, or if Bernie or Hillary can keep it together, I'm oh, pretty sure. If I'm pretty sure. Like he would just lose all credibility, all credibility, and he wouldn't like the debate would be between Sanders or Clinton, and Trump would be. Well, I think that if as long as like, Bernie no, Sanders so, or Hillary Clinton like just kind of like remain calm, then they can probably clean up the floor with Donald Trump probably, and show yeah. how stupid he is. But there's, they're smart people. There is that temptation they though. Think like about that what they say. Ted Cruz and they Marco have Rubio. ideas. They have plans. Well, Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio do too, and yet they continue to be like, "I'm talking, Donald. I'm talking. Yeah, Breathe yeah. ten seconds." And I'm like, "That's that's it's so that's, that's putting into it. That's yeah. going into it. Yeah. You know." Um, I'm gonna put real quick just a. a little advice or request out to the speech writers for uh, the Democratic candidates. And they they are fans of the show. They do oh, listen. Oh, good. Okay. Good. So this is the place. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And also just to tell them, uh, start now working on a beautiful Abraham Lincoln... Uh, Rise above. You know, a speech that really uh, show off intelligence and diplomacy and... Higher a couple, level, a couple multi-syllabic words, yeah, to, sure. To, to, Challenge and that can put uh, the uh, put the other type of uh, debating <sighs> in its place. On the yeah. Twitter stream, Tyson also mentioned oh, Angel. I bored myself. <laughs> no, it's, no it's, a, it's a good sentiment. It's a good sentiment. It's because you weren't uh, angry when you said it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I got to be angry. 
<laughs> uh, Tyson mentioned Angel Heart and Sucker Punch. Love Angel Heart. Oh, it's such that is That's um, a great movie. It's very melodramatic in its telling. It's and a, they have a twist. And it has a twist. And uh, and just okay. The, <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna say that when the character's name is Louis Cipher, go I figure. I did not see it coming. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I did not see um, it and then uh, Jadelyn mentions The Empire Strikes Back, which you don't really think about as a twist movie, but oh, of that's course true. it's a huge twist. The, maybe the, the most known twist. Yeah, I and think. in fact... What not is even, it, the twist? I forgot. I Darth Vader father. is father. Luke's, Luke's father. father. Oh, yes. And not even people on the set knew that that was what was going on, because, you know, <gasps> James Earl Jones' dialogue was recorded in post. And so... Th- what he was saying, I think, on the set was, you know, like, come join the dark side. And and then only Mark Hamill knew what the actual... So that he plot, could uh, react. So, so that he, he could, could react. react. And then, so <laughs> people are like, wow, he's really, like, hamming it up there, Hamill. You know, like... <laughs> you know, like, like Mark, Mark, <laughs> Mark hamming it up. Yeah. And, uh, but then... Good old Mark. Yeah. So that was a, a great way to hide that awesome So twist. great. Um, and then, uh, Evan, I was going to say what she's, she's making me crave like oh, a poke bowl. Fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there's a poke place right down the street. Sweet. Okay, really? yeah. okay. I'll do that for lunch. Um, <laughs> Evan mentioned fight club, uh, with Tyler edited out and he included a YouTube link for that. That's really clever. I love Ooh. like what's great is, is you going to retweet it for everybody? I'll retweet it right now. And that you can do these things um uh in with the editing software and all yeah. the other things and it'll be good quality and also somebody uh let's see who mentioned Memento. Oh, Senior Smoke mentioned Memento mm-hmm. where they did Atnamon which is the memento that was told in uh, linear fashion. Oh, I, oh. I one, yeah. time, oh. one time I did that just with pen and a paper. What? I, I went through the movie and I wrote... What was the twist at the end? Uh, I don't remember now. I mean, uh, I haven't uh, seen it. Yeah. But I wrote down the scenes in reverse order and then I read through it to see what was this movie actually about. And you're like, aww. Yeah, it's better in reverse. Uh, I believe it's better in reverse. I believe yeah. that uh, I believe it's that uh, Guy Pierce's character uh, kills, uh, like he's searching for the killer of his wife, uh-huh. and he has all the tattoos, and he kills. He's led to believe that it's somebody that it's not. He kills the wrong person, and yeah. takes a pic. But his memory, of course, resets after however much time, and so after he takes the picture, and he and it's of the man that he killed. He just will always now believe that he did what he was supposed to do. Oh. oh. And then he finds out he's in a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a zoo. That one, that one, that that twi- that part of the twist was very strange. Uh, Senior Smoke also mentioned as an example of melodrama would be the Shawshank Redemption. I don't really think of it that way, but mm-hmm. also I didn't care for the movie. And in fact, oh, I... That's crazy. Wow. You should not say that out loud. I lost, a, it. I lost a job because I did coverage on it and I said I didn't like it. And I totally stand Ooh. by it. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's and crazy. You, you've seen it, right? I have not. That's I have not seen it. It's a good movie. Uh, I mean, it's well done and and it's... But... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, so it's about a guy who uh, is is falsely accused of of uh, killing his wife, and he's sent to prison, uh, and he's treated poorly, and he escapes. 
what I here's what I don't like about it, and I totally stand by it. Like he is this angelic character throughout the whole thing. He does nothing wrong. He's like he's mm. there's no like he's he doesn't grow as a character. He just it's stays. Tim Robbins, right? Yeah, Tim Robbins. He just stays. He's always really good. He's always good. He's always self righteous. He doesn't grow into anything. He just survives something. So it's kind of like this fantasy. For like, oh, what would we do if we were in that position? Which is kind of, and we wish we would be that strong and 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 uh, resolute. Always make the right decision. Do you yeah. watch? Um... But wait, let oh, me finish. <laughs> so it would have been for me much more interesting. Those are a, li- a little bit old, but um, if he <laughs> were He's talking about food that's being set down yeah. for us right uh, now, dried apricots. It, it would have been much more powerful had he actually killed his wife in a fit of rage and then atoned for it. And Cassandra, you're saying I'm being controversial. Are, are you hearing me? I am listening okay. to you. <laughs> okay. I do the same thing to you, so don't. I'm sorry. Um, but he. Wow. Yeah. Chicken uh, fucking Twitter. But oh, I want. You know, I wanted. I think if he had been guilty and he had redeemed himself, that would have been a much more powerful story. Sure. So that was my big objection, uh, but it was well told. You know, a redemption uh, story is always good. Did yeah. you see um, what was that fucking show Oz? Didn't oh, okay, never, so, yeah, I never watched it uh, on Hubo. Now, someone who's actually watched <laughs> all of Oz might get pissed off at me for saying this, but because I've only seen. But uh, Chris Maloney has a fine cock. Yeah, fuck yeah! No, um, <laughs> they show his his Maloney. Yeah. I don't um, know. They do. They okay. show a lot. Maloney, baloney. No, um, but I think I can't remember if the guy who goes in to jail like actually did it or if he's innocent but he went in. But he starts out as a good character and then like just gets the system destroys him. Yeah, the system him. destroys yep. him. And so I think that that's interesting. It maybe would have made Shawshank a little bit more interesting for mm-hmm. you, right? Because you know pre pre Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think yeah. It, it, Shawshank Redemption felt like a fairy tale, which is fine, you know, and I get right. why people like it, but I w- thought it could had the potential to be really interesting. Should be like the hard in jail system. Yeah. Um, there is a club in New York City, and we'll go, we'll just spend very little time on this, but I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it has 22 swimming, like, oops, soaking pools where you can go. And hmm. um, what, it opens at 6 a.m. and basically it's in Queens. And uh, basically, <laughs> what happens is exotic dancers get off of work at at 6 a.m. and then they go there and relax, and people just have sex there all the time. Where is this? Great. In Queens. <laughs> in Queens. And yeah, yeah, so like I'm sold. Yeah. Just so, like go and like. But it's not supposed to be that. Like, pools? yeah, it's like a co-ed thing, and they have all these pools there, and you have can do a private room. But like that, that's exactly what it sounds like. But, that, it's not but the action happens at like the kiddie pool, and like no. that's yeah. Sure. I'm not with kids, but oh. but uh, you know, you get your your smoothie. I mean, that that doesn't. I don't think that necessarily really makes it that much better. <laughs> yeah, it's New York City's largest spa with three hundred thousand visitors, and hmm. um, and now I know why. Um, oh yeah, the waiting waiting pool is where much of the action occurs. It has a swim up bar, and uh, yeah, and the reporter went there. So and just saw all these people the are open. around each other. Yeah, when the sex is happening. Yeah, I mean, you hear about like uh, it's no different from a, a bathhouse. Yeah, you know, sure. Which, yeah, but this is has uh, this has heterosexual uh, sex. I guess. <sighs> 
It's the Queen's Spa Castle for it just anybody. Seem, it just seems so strange interested. if we're not in like a medieval time period. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like such a strange thing in 2016 to happen. Like just go meet somebody and <laughs> and then go away from easy. everybody else. True, but I mean, uh, it just seems uh it just seems gross. Yeah, it's it and just I just don't want to be in that water. I'd be like uh, have yeah, why would anybody? I, I mean, why people, would anybody go swimming? Sometimes I've, people are into go- different stuff. I have right, no okay. problem with anonymous sex uh, or whatever. What or, about an orgy an, in uh, water? Yeah, just just because it's not <laughs> for no, you. It's, it's just for me. It's like a it's a sanitation thing. Do I just not don't yuck be in, someone else's yum. Is all I'm saying. No, to I'm, you not, guys. I'm not. I'm uh, not. So. So would you well, like to don't call it yum? No, I don't want to have sex with a bunch of people in a pool, but I would never judge anybody if that's what they wanted to do. <laughs> I, and it was all I consensual. Think, I was just surprised that something <laughs> that's, that's like it, that existed. It. You know, like because in this day and age, it seems like if you want anonymous sex, you just go online and you know. But good for them, and I guess if you want to see, I also say like more, tired honestly, at like more outlets. I know that this sounds like kind of gross but i think that more outlets for people to kind of get their like weird things out yeah or inlets inlets. (laughs) yeah more inlets for people to get the they're kind of like fetishy things out i think it's probably better because um that's the less chance that they're going to do something bad or unconsensional no absolutely you know like if that's why yeah if it's like fly exactly um that being said now I'm wondering what the um, rape statistics are in Japan. I thought you was going to say what the air oh, but are I think, to New York. <laughs> but you know, they do have like do they I do have, have weird outlets. Dollars a few days, <laughs> dear orbits. Like they, I gotta get out of here and try this place in Queens. Can you tell me more about the sex place with the pool? Is JFK closer to LaGuardia? Because uh, that would be JFK. Okay, okay. yeah, um, that's all right. I need. Senior Smoke doesn't. Bye. Do, <laughs> Senior Smoke agrees with me. Chris Brown says I'm right. He says it's a lot of dumb people's favorite movie regarding Shawshank Redemption. Uh, my sister, <laughs> my sister texted me and said that you're awful. And uh, <laughs> so, just so. both both sides yeah. of it. Yeah, coming yeah. out. She and said, then, "Who doesn't like Shawshank?" I said, "Marty," and she's like, "He's awful." And by the way, all of this is in caps. Um, Gosh well, darn it! We know how what Chris Brown thinks of your sister. Yeah. Uh, they should meet. Also, yeah. my sister just tweeted and asked if we were moving to Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Next show live from Queens. Senior live smoke. from the Queens bathhouse. Senior smoke. I have a lot more guests. Invite your sister. And Chris, onto the show. And then we can all go to New York together. Um, Senior Smoke said that regarding uh, Memento, you're, you were almost there. The protagonist, Guy Pierce, is the unknowing murderer of his wife. Oh. So, and then I guess he finds out. And then he, it has been a while since wife, I've seen it. I clean. apologize. Oh, um, oh, you know what? Other movie, uh, when you were saying that he don't do anything wrong and so he don't grow. What was the one with Harrison Ford have to prove that he did not kill his wife? Frantic. No, he's chasing around and he to to find a one armed man. Oh, uh, yeah. The and the other guy right. going, we're gonna the, search every the, outhouse, the in house. Yeah, the fugitive, the fugitive, the fugitive. Ah, sorry. That's the same. <laughs> That's how I was trying to pronounce it. How you would understand it. Thank you. You take. I love the me. pronunciation. Um, in the fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, I don't think that's the mispronunciation in we were the, looking for. In this movie, he also, Harrison Ford, is entirely just a good guy. 
Right. Yeah. So how come I'm I'm not asking to make you defensive. No, no, I'm no. saying let us explore why does fugitive work but Shawshank you don't like? Because that's an action movie. Oh, the action. <laughs> yeah. Instead and of a and in an action movie there must be a good guy. Well, uh, well okay. I mean you can still have layers, yes, but also he didn't he doesn't know who who killed his wife and he's trying to find that out. Right, so it's a so mystery that's as the well. Mystery. Yeah, and then okay. he finds out his it's his best friend, you know, business partner. I yeah. think that my opinion is the most important. Oh, what? It's Quail. Hey, can like, I? Can, like, hello, like Quail. Quail. Oh, hi, Giselle. Quail just poked her head out of. Hi. It's so nice to meet you, Quail. She's, uh, she's in my pocket. Yeah, she's <laughs> and like she's her, a small. Her, she's very small. Let her. Oh, ouch! Get a good stretch in there. My legs. Uh, as someone who's actually been to prison. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You have insight. I feel like my opinion is the most important. Of what did course. you? Wh- I'm just curious. What did you get uh, arrested for? You're gonna have to listen back. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can't. I can't get into it. I'm sorry. I'm new. I'm new. Uh, I think that uh, if you go into prison, good like I did, mm-hmm. you have the capability to get out. Good, as long as you escape. Yeah, but you got to stay hard while you're in there, though, right? Sure, you have to stay hard. You have to get hard and stay hard. You have to make deals. Mm. You have to, mm, you know... You have to open up. You have, you to, have to do it all. You have to be some, some people's bitches. You yeah, have to get yeah. into fights. Yeah. I'm really, You've got to be more than one bitch. you got to be bitches you, for a lot of people. you got to play the game. I, I agree. So, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is... <laughs> Quir, do you, are you, do Quir, you just want to... Just want some airtime. I fine. was realizing quickly that I have not seen Sawsank with Epson in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Nor have I seen the Where? other movie that you guys were but talking about. You're not about. even that old. Like, well, I know, but I don't sleep at night. How many times Bruno. do I have to explain my my whole stick? I don't <laughs> sweep. I live off of sugar. Bruno, don't eat queer. I know <laughs> she's very small. Don't eat queer. Bruno's, Bruno's, try- Bruno's trying to play with the <laughs> toys. Uh, we had an email from somebody who signed themselves Clever Listener. Clever Listener. And Clever Listener say... Did he sign himself that way or did... Um, or did you Marty call him Clever Listener? Uh, <laughs> I didn't call him Clever he Listener. Say, first of all, he <laughs> say... So you're hey. jumping to the mail sack. Oh, but because we had... Oh, go, 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 on, go, on, go on. It's an immediate... Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's something more email. important happening. What? Oh, wait, no, no. I, it's, interest, it's interesting that you guys never it's, talk at the, the same que- time. This clever listener say... Uh, oh, wait, it's the top of the hour, oh. and you're listening to the Nooner Show on the Smodcast Radio Network. Tinkle, 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 tinkle. <sighs> Carry on. Uh, this clever listener say, hey, Mark, which do he mean Marty? No, some... Uh, uh, Kristen called Marty Mark last oh, week. Oh, okay. Hey, Mark. <laughs> uh, after all these years, I finally figured it out. I noticed that uh, during last week's queer appearance, Giselle Nett, that's me, was conspicuously silent. I'm onto you, Giselle. Oh. I, I can, I say queer isn't real. I say Giselle is doing a character called queer. Sorry to burst the bubble for all of America, but there you have it. I don't see how that's possible. Well, we're going to prove it that we're not the same person right now because we're going to sing our duet, right? Oh, okay. The whole, the whole I've been song? looking forward to this. Just the chorus and the first verse. Okay. The, verse, the first verse and the chorus. I like that you pulled up lyrics when I know every word because, because I'm I, young. I don't. And I know. Yeah. I'm old. I know all You're the words. You're a good music listener, Cassandra listens to Miley Cyrus more than I think she'd prefer to admit. 
Shut up, queer. <laughs> Guys, stop fighting. Let's just let's get to the songs and then we can prove the in vain. We jumped. Nettle asking why. We kissed. I fell under your spell of love. No one could deny. Don't you ever say I just walk away. I will always want you. I came in like a wet running for my life. I will always want you. You wreck that. I came in like a wrecking ball. (laughs) Okay. Oh, we. Yes. <laughs> Happy International yeah. Women's Day. Happy Thank you so much, Queer. And that was a good job, Queer. Ha- yeah, it's Women's Month, actually, right? We have a whole month to finally. <laughs> and we were reminded uh, by um, that it is actually a National Pancake Day, and you can get oh. free pancakes. Wait, so Pancake Day and Women's yeah. Day are the same day? Well, I, yeah, because women love pancakes. That seems strange. Do we? Yeah, Lou does, and she reminded us that that. I would okay. love a pancake, but I haven't had a carb in fucking three years. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> happy Women's Day. Oh, Darren say... <laughs> and uh, happy pancake day. Christopher's Maloney is on the Tumblr. How do you get to the Tumblr? I don't know. I think you... Oh, it's, it's on our Tumblr. Oh, here it is. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, Tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. Show me the Maloney. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's terrible. Oh. Wait, what? I meant it literally. I want to see Christopher's Maloney. Oh, yeah. the dick. Yeah. Cool. Um, the th- this is good. This is good radio, everybody. <laughs> mm, <laughs> we're doing things that you can't see. Everybody at home can click through together. Yeah, yeah, click. Let's all meet up at Christopher's Maloney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and, yeah! Oh, into the mic. Goodness. Bingo. There it is. Yeah. Hello. Can we make the picture bigger? <laughs> do you want it bigger? There's the on page. Why yeah, did you, he do it? You know, if you, want it, if you want it bigger, you just rub the screen and it gets bigger. Yeah. You rub the screen. You rub the screen, <laughs> it'll grow. I um, think he did some manscaping. He had to have. Why is he just standing there naked? He's a fit oh, fellow. It's a skill. If I had his body, I would stand there naked. He's I would do this stand- podcast naked. I don't, I don't remember. Why would why wouldn't that great looking man stand there naked? Yeah, I, yeah. he's a good looking man. He's good looking, <laughs> and he's oh. the manscaping throw me off a little bit. He he look a little bit like a baby rat. Sure, <laughs> sure. He's in the new show Underground. Do you also see his penis in that one? Uh, I think it, I think not. I think it's a more it's alluded to. It's a more tame show about the Underground Railroad. So there you go. Oh. Um. There's a show about the Underground Railroad? Yeah, yeah. How mm-hmm. many black people do they cast with white people? It's just Christopher Maloney. <laughs> okay. And he was like, I'm Most, Rosa Parks now. Most of the cast is <laughs> African-American. Uh, I was just pissed off that I wasn't even called for it to audition. That's bullshit. Them. That uh, is some bullshit. <laughs> there was a, a motorist <clears throat> in Rose, Roselle, Illinois, and um, the uh, traffic off, a police officer thought it was suspicious. She, uh, the driver was driving suspiciously, so he pulled her over. This woman and uh, that Marianne Christie was the driver, age fifty-four, and she had a fifteen-foot tree embedded in her the grill of her car. What? Turns out 
She was drunk. Can you imagine that? Whoa. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, how was it positioned? Like, oh, it was, it was smack in the middle so of dead. the grill. So she like, yeah, you can look at it. It was like crashing into a light. Post. She, she, yeah, she crashed into a tree and just kept on driving, and it was still stuck. What? So the tree went with her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Un- un- but she, unwillingly. But she's dead though, right? And now they've fallen in love. Yeah, they've fallen in love. Once she... Uh, oh, just like Superstar. Mo- uh, <laughs> from... Uh, Molly Shannon? Oh, yeah, Molly Shannon. Did she fall in love with the tree? Yeah. There's a scene with her making out with a tree in oh, Superstar. That's right. that's Good right. call. Come on, yeah. man. That one have a twist at the end. Yeah, it was a huge twist. <laughs> 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 I did not see that coming. <laughs> I'm in love with the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, okay. I have something that I want to play. Mm-hmm. And this is um, if you're not listening to the Giselle Show podcast, Mit Friends, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's a l- very, very funny show, and unlike this show, it is it has form and production, and and there's forethought that goes into it, uh. and. So it's a much different experience uh, with Giselle. Thank so you. Should I set up the clip? Why don't you set up the clip? Uh, uh, some years ago, a little bit, I was on a game show. And I was trying to get the uh, game show to give me um, a, a, what is it, a recording of my time on the game show so that I could share it. Uh, and finally they did. So oh. this is the recording of me on the game show. All right. So this is a taste of yeah. the What's Giselle show. Podcast mid friends. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome back to Think Tank. Our contestants are in their separate soundproof booths where each will answer various general knowledge and personal questions. <laughs> and one lucky gal will win our grand prize of $5,000. We've met contestant number one, a mechanical engineer and lingerie model from Woodstone, Vermont. And contestant number two, a swimsuit model and orthopedic surgeon from Seattle, Washington. Now, let's meet contestant number three. She's a button maker from Hamburg, Germany, Giselle Nett. Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. I'm not a swimsuit model. I don't think anybody would want to see that. But here I am. This is fun. (laughs) So you're a button maker. That's right, Jim. Jim, right? Yes, I remember that from the beginning of the show. Jim. Yes, Jim, I love to make buttons. My specialty is the four hole, but I'm also fine to do two holes and even three holes, which is what they call edgy. That's great. Mostly, I like to make shapes like the moon. Well, that's terrific. Or a bunch of grapes. Okay, that's great. Or an eagle who is smiling. That's good. (laughs) Don't mean to cut you off, but we've got a show to do. Oh, okay. So, let's get to the questions. We'll start with you, Giselle. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready, Freddy. Let's do this thing. Okay. What is the capital of Chile? Oh, I know it. I know this one. Because you're not going to believe it. I, I happened to go there for Button Palooza 09, which was a total <laughs> blast. That's great. And your answer? In honor of the festival, I did a four-hole shaped like a bumblebee. <laughs> And it was a big hit. Your answer, please, Giselle. Everybody liked my bumblebee button, <laughs> so I'm never going to forget that. The answer is... And time. Santiago, Chile! Well, that's right, but I'm afraid the clock ran out, so it doesn't count. You'll just have to be faster on the next one, Giselle. Okay. Now hang tight while we go to contestant number two. 
soundproof booth. Is it very soundproof? Yes, it seems to be. <laughs> and back to you, contestant number three. Looks like you're having fun in there. Oh, <laughs> oh you got that, huh? Uh, well, you know, I like music. In Hamburg, I was considered That's terrific, but back to the game. <laughs> oh. Next question. And remember, you're on the clock, Giselle. Okay. How many syllables are there in a Japanese haiku poem? Oh, I can answer this one really fast because haiku is my favorite kind of poem. Did you know that, Jim? No. Oh, I thought maybe you knew that and that is why you ask. Well, it is my favorite kind of poem, and I definitely know my own favorites. I make a list one time so I don't forget. Favorite band, The Counting Crows. Favorite dress, this one that I'm wearing right now. Favorite friend, Helmut. Oh, you should meet Helmut, Jim. You would like him. He's really smart and nice. He do uh, collecting of the bugs and study the bugs. He's an entomologist, always counting their legs and tapping on their backs, you know, to see what they do for scientific inquiry. And one time he had this one Giselle, bug who, oh. syllables in a haiku poem. <laughs> yes, yes, my favorite. I even wrote a haiku. Do you want to hear it? No, we need an answer, Giselle. You want to hear just the first line? And time. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen syllables divided five, seven, and five. Well, that is correct, but again, the time. So that one <laughs> doesn't count either. Now, contestant number one, we've heard you've had the... Uh... I don't know why he don't want to hear my haiku. <clears throat> Gibbon on my porch, trying to get my sandwich. Back it up, monkey. <laughs> That's a good haiku. Yep. <sighs> and we're back with contestant number three. Hi, Giselle. <laughs> oh, you keep sneaking up on me, Jim. They should make this a sneak-proof booth. <laughs> now listen, Giselle, so far you've got no points, but this is the lightning round, so there's still a chance for you if you answer quickly. Can you answer quickly? Yes, okay. No extraneous comments, just the answers. Okay, okay, I get it. Really fast now. I will! What was James Bond's weapon of choice from Dr. No through Tomorrow Never Dies? Uh, Walter Pippi In 1991, what food overtook ketchup as the U.S. top-selling condiment? Uh, salsa! How many ribs do humans have? What is your greatest secret desire? I don't have one. I'm sorry? I don't have one. <laughs> I stopped having desires because I noticed that having desires just keep me locked in an endless cycle of seeking. Instead, I just like to be <laughs> present and see what's going on. But that being said, I've been in this booth for quite some time, so my current greatest secret desire would be a bathroom break. Faster, Giselle, you're almost there. How long is the average pool cue? 57 inches. What is the last letter of the Greek alphabet? Omega! If you were an office supply, what office supply would you be? A paper clip! Who won the men's singles in the 1984 Lawn Bowls Championship held in Aberdeen, Scotland? Uh, Peter Bellis! If you could go back in time and visit with anyone from history, where would you go and who would you visit? Uh, Aberdeen, Scotland, 1984, Peter Bellis! <laughs> Very good, Giselle! And now, contestants, we've tallied your points, and the winner is... Contestant number three, Giselle Nett. Well, 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 that is great news. I cannot wait to tell Helmut and my cat. As our winner, Giselle, you'll receive a grand prize of $5,000. Oh, this is going to be great. Uh, but listen, uh, 
if there is time, can, can I do another haiku? Go for it. Red stain on the wall. Helmut inconsolable. I crushed his best bug. So that's it for this round of Blink Tank. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And see you next time. That was fantastic. Yay. Yeah, I think I think Helmet Inconsolable might be my favorite thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> What did you do with the five thousand uh, dollars? You know, I bought it. <clears throat> excuse me, I bought some button making supplies, <laughs> and I I tried to replace Helmut's bug for him. I bought him the same kind of bug, what I had crashed, but uh, you know, he, he did not have the same relationship with it. That one was his friend. I still feel Aww. bad about it. Uh, you should. You should. I'm sh- I'm, but I'm sure that Helmut understands. Um, so normally we would go probably into the, the mail sack, but we didn't. We already went through that one uh, email that was from Steve uh, Stephen Owens over in Texas. Who not- doesn't believe that I'm a person? Yeah. Oh, yes. Queer. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I said I. I'm amazed. I always remember to set up an extra mic for you, Thank and then. You. But then I'm always surprised that you're here. If it's, you really want some insight on um, who I might be or who I might look like, perhaps refer to the Donkey Podcast Periscope. <laughs> 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 Who's taller, you or Midge? Uh, I. Who is taller, Queer? You or Midge? It's a, it's, it's, a, a it's a tight race. <laughs> it's a tight race. Um, I suppose it depends on what kind of shoes he's wearing. <laughs> oh, does he does he wear high high soled shoes? Sometimes he sometimes he'll wear cowboy boots. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not sure. Wrote in to say that I've enjoyed submitting to the podcast, and recently my WGA rep asked me about my writing submission since I have sent in several short stories. WGA don't sh- cover short stories, yo. Uh, along oh, with man. many other listeners, can we expect remuneration if this podcast is ever sold for ad time? Never will be. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you can expect remuneration if ever we make some money. Keep it super cool. Yeah. Uh, we uh, never. We don't do ads on this one. No. Never. No. Yeah. Can we bring in our own ad to yeah, do? You I'm pretty sure we I could. I want to promote something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know own. what yet, yeah. but I'll think about it. Well, from the money that yeah, you pay so us for that airtime, we will send maybe some, some to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You can use some of that 5000 Aloe vera lotion or something. So, just like I'll bring in like a weekly recommendation. For, oh, kale. I'll do, can I do a commercial for kale? Just, just if you bring it, we will air it. <laughs> Um, so we do a thing with uh, visiting people for the first time, and it goes a little something like this. Oh. <laughs> I'm ready. Whenever it, whenever. Who's rent? Ah, no, shoot. Christ. Damn it. The first one was right. Damn it. This is. Uh, I'm ready for all these segments. Yeah, it's a it's okay. a shit show. Um, that's how it, that's how it works here. Chinks in the armor right now. Hey, you racist motherfucker! Hey, it's a turn of phrase. That was two two cues at once. I'm really bad at this. I. Uh, I'm this still is, ready. I'm still ready. This is ready. why we don't have uh, ads, <laughs> because people listen like, that guy can't even press a freaking button. <laughs> um, so we'll just go through three softballs, easy questions, okay. and uh, we'll go from there. 
Uh, Peter. Yes. Stoya. Yes. Uh, what's your favorite kind of soup? I think I'm a big fan of matzo ball soup. Are you yes. are you Jewish? I was raised Jewish, yeah. Uh huh. And uh, what what place has the best matzo ball soup that besides um, Grandma's <laughs> Kitchen? Besides Grandma's Kitchen, uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Cantor's. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, they have wonderful matzo ball soup. Uh, I haven't been. I, I I haven't been to too many places recently that have matzo ball soup, so I don't really have <laughs> like a a widespread. Like an opinion based on a lot of different factors. But Giselle, you've had my matzo ball soup. Uh, yes, yours is really good. Ooh, oh, lovely. Yeah. He do right. a beautiful soup. Uh, Marty actually do every soup I've had of yours is beautiful. Last time he make a, a cream of mushroom. Mm-hmm. But the, I don't even know if there was much cream in there. It was a mushroom soup. Yeah. But it was light and Ooh. so wonderful. Beautiful soup. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited. Uh, Cassandra, do you have a favorite soup? Minestrone. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that Cuban accent is just. She became a mafioso for a second. (laughs) Love minestrone soup. You don't like minestrone. (laughs) I I developed this pretty strong relationship to soups when I was eating vegan. (laughs) Minestrone became my favorite. Yeah, that's great. Very vegetable heavy soup. I like it a lot. All right. If you That's good. if you're willing to have a soup that have more fat and carb in it, mm-hmm. uh, the one the Wolfgang Puck uh, oh. chicken tortilla strip mm. tortilla soup that soup that kind of it's soup is also very really good. yummy. All right. Would, yeah. you, can, would you call ramen soup? It's its own thing, isn't Holy it? Holy fucking shit i have been craving ramen now for three months why don't you do it i don't know i don't know like it's really I, good it's like yeah. the, it's, it's it's not really like good. the commitment to it it's almost like you know like when you t- when you talk about something for so long and then when it actually comes like my my expectations are too high so it's like i don't know where to Would get you ramen go to now a vietnamese restaurant to that's get fa that's totally different. Oh, it don't have ramen noodles in it? No, it has vermicelli. I've suggested oh. it a bunch of times, vermicelli. too, and the midge is always like, it's just too Where would you get heavy. homemade ramen? <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff in ramen, that's I mean, for sure. and, and when I say he thinks it's too heavy, it's not like too heavy of a meal. It's too heavy for him to hold the bowl. <laughs> oh, okay. <It's> so small. <laughs> <laughs> barely reached the, oh, the rim man. of the bowl. It's where, too heavy where, and tall. Where can you get good homemade fresh ramen? Well, homemade, I, I would imply someone's home. How, where, where's, where can I get good ramen in on the east side? Okay, well, the closest place for you is probably Silver Lake Ramen. That was where I was going to go, but that place is always busy. Yeah. But that's probably a good sign. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good <laughs> it sign. It seems like a good sign. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah my, <laughs> I won't go there. It's my sister is like... It's too busy. I yeah. want to go somewhere where no one's at. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, ramen is... You're supposed to eat Fuck it all quickly, so it has high turnover, so ah. you, you should go there, and, and it's really, really you, good. you're supposed to slurp right well you can if you want <laughs> oh god i'm gonna take it home then i cannot be in a restaurant full of a bunch no, of nobody wants to see me slurp ramen yeah no, <laughs> do you have misophonia <laughs> misophonia what does that mean it's that uh, syndrome where you're really sensitive to, to eating s- sounds. to fermented soybeans no to eat <laughs> no i don't eat things sound like you can't it make you crazy to listen to people chew no although i do have this Swallow. one thing that i would like to identify i don't know what it's called but i will vomit if i watch someone brush their teeth 
front of me. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Yeah. So like when I see scenes in movies, like there's a scene in the movie Bring It On where they're like brushing their teeth together <laughs> and like flirting. That's the most disgusting Wait. thing I've ever seen in my is life. Is it the foam? The foaming? Ugh, I don't they're, know what it is. They're brushing it's... and flirting at the same time? Yeah. but That's like, gross. So like people will try to like my roommates or like, you know, like whoever <laughs> I'm dating will like walk in, you know, like trying to talk to me while like they're brushing their teeth and I go whatever you're saying I'm sure is great but it needs you to leave the room oh my god and stop doing what you're doing it's crazy it's it's not uh, there is there is uh, there are people on the internet who share this fear oh good I don't think it has a a name it's just honestly I have a feeling it does we just don't know it it's it's fucking disgusting (laughs) to me to watch someone do it there's there's is it just toothbrushing or is it Flossing as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what about There's using a toothpick? Yeah, I. I mean, Just don't go near your I, mouth. With if I flossed you know? in front of you, would you be freaking? I think yeah, I would be okay. kind of irritated. Um, <laughs> but it's toothbrushing is definitely the most intense one. But yeah, like flossing and stuff like that. Odontarupophobia is a phobia of brushing teeth. So if you put. Watch the Latin word for watching in front of there. There you go. That's what it would be. Whoa. Okay. Do we know the Latin word? F- uh, totally, but you wouldn't understand. Um, Chris Brown's <laughs> the dead language. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Chris Brown likes uh, chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, see, the, like, that's the classic. Ramen is essentially better a better version of it because you have a richer broth and the noodle actually has. A shape, which is why you never do take out ramen because it has to be eaten in the moment. Oh shit! Or the yeah. noodles get too. Because I was like yeah. literally about to like order some takeout ramen right now, just so I remember to do it. Because I have to into the mic. Chris, a long day. Chris oh. Brown like also nice right tweeted, now. wondering. Uh, speaking of the pod and money, what's with the t-shirts, Marty? Yeah, I'll get around to it. Um, it's been a full two years oh, it now. Has been okay. Full two years, All right. Marty. All right. Well, you don't have to shame me in public. Apparently, we do. No, it's not going to work. Oh yeah, uh, nothing yeah. has. Uh, Darren says mulligatawny soup. I will get down to the shirts. I definitely <laughs> will. I, I, it's been far too long. Um, so. Um, yeah, that's a good soup. Uh, so yeah, go to Silver Lake Ramen for Will do. good. Will All right. do. Okay, Peter. Yep. What was your favorite book of adolescence during your adolescence? During my adolescence, um, I unfortunately am not a big reader. I have not read many books <laughs> in my life. Um, <laughs> it's just a funny thing for people to say. It's like <laughs> a really like honest thing. Just like, I don't fucking read. I don't so read, sorry. man. Um, but what, like in my teenage years, I, th- oh, uh, one book I loved, um, is this book by this writer, Chuck Klosterman, called Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Uh, and it's just a, essentially a collection of essays on pop culture. And he's really, really funny and smart. And, uh, it, that book has in it probably one of my favorite things, which is, um, called 23 Questions That You Ask Somebody If You Have to Know If You Can Truly Love Them. And they're all really oddly specific questions that are not like yes or no they're all like opinion based and it's really 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 funny chuck klosterman yeah all right he's yeah and he's written i think he's written about four or five books and he's really when funny. you read it and as a teenager did you feel like really adult like because i'm you were reading something that was... uh, i i knew i mean there was a lot that i a lot of stuff that i didn't understand because there's you know he mentions uh there's just things that 
I wasn't aware of in my teens that I'm aware of now um, in pop culture. Uh, artists, you know, musical artists that I don't know about and stuff like that. But, who, did he, who did he introduce? introduce uh, he had a, a one of the essays in the book is about um, how Billy Joel is... Uh, like like was really like a ground like how groundbreaking he was and uh geez it's been a while since i've read it too but um but you you changed your opinion he he wasn't just some some schmalty guy that your parents listened to no no i don't know my parents uh don't like i don't they're not fans of billy joel oh. <laughs> wow but uh the uh, but the whole book is just he delves into the the human condition through pop culture, which I love. Uh, that's great. Yeah, that that essay is called "Every Dog Must Have His Every Day, Every Drunk Must Have His Drink." An ode to Billy Joel. Yes. Mm. Um. What What about you? <clears throat> my favorite book from my childhood was adolescence. Oi, what's Sli- the difference? Slightly di- <laughs> <laughs> childhood is before you get hair down there. <laughs> oh fuck! I had like I had a. L- Answer like locked and loaded yeah. with childhood. Oh, well, go go, go for, for it. it. Is that cool? Yeah, go for it. I can answer the That's adolescence fine, fine, too, fine. but I I'd prefer. I like the childhood one better. It's a book called Chrysanthemum, mm-hmm. and it's about a mouse whose name is Chrysanthemum, and she gets made fun of in school because she's got a long weird name. Um, but then she finds out by the end of the book that her name is beautiful. Um, and my mother purchased this book for me because she decided to name me Cassandra. And I needed to learn that my name was long and beautiful. Aww. So, see, isn't that a nice... Okay, uh, adolescence. Bleh, what did I like? Bleh, <laughs> uh, uh, bleh, bleh. Uh, what did I read? Did I read Teenager? Giselle, I did. how about you? Uh, you know, I'm afraid to say my memory don't go back that far. Oh, well, did you? <laughs> what about English books that English language books that you read? Well, when you by were the time I got here to the United States, I was not a kid anymore. I'm sorry, I cannot answer that question for you, Marty. I, I feel like I put a brakes on the whole discussion topic. <laughs> Good job, Giselle. I know. <laughs> Super so buzzkill. Uh, um, I, I remember in high school, the librarian introduced me to this book called she's like oh you should read the because i hung around the library a lot i was kind of course not that i was a great reader i just was fun to hang out there um the she said uh oh and the librarian had big boobs um and (laughs) very important yes and i babysat her kids uh she was super nice (laughs) um but she said, like, oh, you should re- read this book. Uh, it's called, uh, it's written by the guy who wrote Vision Quest. It's called Mysterious Ways. And this is like in, back in the 80s. And Vision Quest was this wrestling movie with Matthew Modine. It's a great movie, actually. It's really, really good. Um, so I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was, because I was trying to think of like, what, like, what the fuck did I read in high school? Um, real talk, in high school, I used to watch The Daily Show, and um, I would read the books of the authors that would go on The Daily Show. Oh, that's awesome. So, I would read, like, a lot of... Um, there was one book, I wish I could remember what it was called, but it was it was just kind of like, it was a thick book, and it was about um, this guy who worked as, like, um, a campaign, like, spin guy uh, for the Bush administration, um, and so I was reading about all the things that he did um, to help get Bush elected. And I remember one of my friends saying to me when she caught me with that big book, she said, man, Cass, I really thought that you were super cool. But like, then I see you like 
are just like a nerd with these giant <laughs> books. Because like, you're reading this huge I, book. I, I really haven't. I'm not really One super huge book. You must be a huge nerd. I'm not super into fiction. Like I like nonfiction. And that started in high school where I would just read like these really big books about politics and stuff. Um, that's pretty nerdy. That's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you fucking nerd. Uh, yeah. But this book that the librarian recommended, Mysterious Ways, is... Uh, I don't think I'm sure it's out of print, but she, I don't know why she recommended it to me. It's about a guy who goes to college in Brazil or spends some time in Brazil, falls in love with this woman, uh, but she's Catholic, so they have anal sex, and so she can stay vir- keep her virginity. Then he grows like all these boils across his all over his body, like Job, and he ends up. Uh, like jumping off a cliff, and I was like, "Why? Why did the librarian have me Holy read this shit. book?" So, yeah, I think in this day and age, maybe she I, wanted you to fuck her in her ass. Yeah, <laughs> um, in just this, a really roundabout way of getting to it. Yeah, in uh, I think if that happened today, I would have, my parents would have been able to sue her for millions of dollars or the the school. Um, <laughs> Probably, Chris Brown said that his adolescent book was Q for treason. Don't know it. Jane Don't remembers know it. chrysanthemum. The book that I was talking about before Jane, t- Jane tweeted in. Says, oh, that's the, the Bush book? No, no, no. no I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> My Republican mother was like, here's a book that hasn't been written yet, because this is huge. <laughs> <laughs> about a guy who spins things. The last softball is if you had one crime that you could get away with oh. without any repercussions or anyone even knowing, what would it be? Mm. Oh, see, I'll let that stand for a moment. Ooh. Yeah, and and people tweet in. Even if you're listening to this on the pod, send in an email, noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Peter probably is thinking like murdering me because sometimes I piss Peter off. <laughs> How do you piss him off? Uh, I'm just not, I'm super mean to Peter sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see that. He's he's such a sweet fellow. I'm, well, just, no, I'm just a sweetie. It's easy. You know, he's he's like the he's like the little brother that I never had. Oh, that's cool. Um, Oh, wow. Uh, I'd probably want to... I think I would probably want to pull off a hi- a big heist like in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, so you don't want to have it like just like do something really elaborate? Yeah. Like, like a lot of yeah, steps? Like, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I th- <laughs> Possibly with 10 other people? Because that movie did a really good job <laughs> of romanticizing crime, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think like being... I think being part of like a big like bank heist or something where you're working with like a team of people uh that i think that would just be really really cool i i think i might do something like that like i would uh i keep first of all i keep getting the question mixed up with uh, like being able to have a superpower like stop time and sure. <laughs> but you can't do that okay I, but if i could get away with the crime can i can i make it very specific and targeted mm-hmm. i would steal and embezzle all of the kardashians money all Ooh. of it and leave them uh penniless what did they do to you uh, they, they, they. I, I, I just would like to see. Uh, I what think didn't they do? I would like to see them uh, make their way in the world without the benefit of all that money, because I think uh, that is mm. enabling things that <clears throat> it is enabling things for them that their character and their creativity is not enabling. And I would take their money and I would give it to people who are doing things with their character and creativity. But oh, I didn't don't say what you. Would, I didn't say what good 
deed what you would do after. Well, that. I just added that by myself. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't care about the redemption story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's what I would do. So they, they, I would reroute all of the money. They're the worst rich people that you can think of. They're very visible. Uh huh. And so I just <laughs> would like to see them uh, be penniless for a while. All right. All Maybe right. it will quiet them down. Mm. Uh, first of all. Thank you, Tyson, for posting the LA Weekly's uh, list of the top 10 ramen places in Los Angeles for me. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. much. And, I'm um, going to look at that list, too. Yeah. I, will, I will give you my own list off, off air. Okay. <laughs> uh, competing lists. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, if I could come... I mean, I, I think you asked this question when we had uh, Chris Guerrero on, and I think that my answer remains the same. Well, I, I, I'd rob a bank. I just need some money, man. I just need some fucking very money, Very simple. Man. By yourself? Uh, I don't care if it's if if I could pull it off by myself, then sick. I mean, this is a <laughs> hypothetical question. So, See, yeah, I would because I would like to do what Giselle does and distribute it out to people who. I mean, sure, I'll keep some for myself. Crime like, through like you know, a Robin like Hood. Also, like support thing. like my fr- creative friends and all, and you know, like help um girls in Africa who can't go to school because of their periods. Right. You know? I would like to um send money that direction. Yeah, I would just like to you know. I feel like I would use my crown. I'm a vigilante of sorts, I think. Yeah. I'm kind of like Robin Hood. Yeah. I think so. You're I such a good so. person. That's what everybody, so, God, that's what everybody wants to be Robin person. Hood, man. I think that, I think we would all do something uh, like robbery because it, we want money and also it is uh, sort of, it's nonviolent. It's relatively victimless. Mm-hmm. But I think the key is to pick the right victim. And I would take, uh, I would, would not want to go through the the heist thing because I'm lazy. That's what I'm saying. Like I just want to. I just want to. Yeah, on my computer while I'm like going to bed. I'll be like, oh, thank you, Donald Trump, for your eight billion dollars. That's a good person. Tick. Except then, he doesn't even have eight billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. What being, is being a super cool hacker would be pretty cool. Um, Tyson said that he would uh, do jaywalking. <laughs> Damn. Oh, big to dream just big ideas big ideas breaking, i've done it just do it the rush breaking, breaking down barriers man um the rush is insane senior smoke said that the his adolescent books uh that he loved were the cities of elad and gold which i'm Ooh. not familiar with in 1984 which is a very provocative one uh your oh. sister said uh oh she uh, oh she has a list of questions that peter was talking about uh, 23 questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask everybody questions. I meet in order to decide if I can really love them. Yes. Oh, this is from uh, oh, Sex, Sex Drugs and Cover. So really, you, really funny. If you go to Sidestock, oh, just I'll retweet it. Never mind. Yeah. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you very Donald much. Donald Trump has 4 billion. But it, okay, I'll take 4 billion. That's more than the Kardashians. Um, yeah, okay. Take his money instead. No, of that's my. No, I did. Oh, okay. He, uh, we can team up. No, I need all 4 billion. It's separate, guys. Oh, oh, okay. It's separate. <laughs> I want to take money from the Koch brothers. Oh, that's a good one. There, you'll get a lot, lot more than 4 billion. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck those guys. Credit card fraud is what Christopher Brown would do. Get away with it. Like, credit uh, card fraud. But stealing from a faceless cra- corporation like Visa. The problem is, like, these corporations do have, uh, like, uh, they are public. So the, the investment comes from, um, from individuals. Citizens of the citizens U.S. Citizens and pension funds and whatnot. So it's, it's fun, or it would be more fun to take directly from the Cokes. I would want... The second largest private corporation in the country. Ugh. I would want to blackmail Paul Ryan. <laughs> what it, what, what would find some, what would dig he, some dirt on him? What would his crime be that you would blackmail him for? 
uh, uh, gay sex scandal. Oh, yeah. Because he's Republican. <laughs> it sounded like... He's a, he's a Republican House <laughs> Speaker. Get, oh, no, no, no. Murder. He murdered Tony Horton, the creator of P90X slash Paul Ryan's personal trainer. Oh, my God. And I'm the only one who knows about it. How dare. It. And he, uh, now I blackmail him and all of his power that he has in the Republican Party. All right, we'll stand back and let you In order to him. get a bunch of stuff done. <laughs> I'm helping, you yep. guys. Oh, sorry. Uh, and I might make him sleep with me because I'm, for some reason, attracted to him. <gasps> Ooh, or Jeb Bush. Which, Tony Horton? No, no, no. Uh, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan's there was a hot. typo in, in Senior uh, Smoke's tweet. It's actually the city of lead and gold, not Elad. Elad and gold. And, <laughs> oh. Uh, and it's a science fiction book about uh, three legged machines who have descended upon Earth and taken control. Oh, shit. Q oh. for Treason. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, is a historical novel written by Jeffrey Trees that takes place in the si- at the end of the 16th century. Coming at you with trees. Get it? It's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> do, do, do they make out with any of those trees? Uh, like Superstar. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is just that's just his name. It's not. It's spelled differently. <laughs> no, T R E A S. I'm sorry to, I'll make to a, snore on Q for Treason, which was written in 1940, but it does sound a little bit. Um, uh, <laughs> is it in? Is it Q? C U E or Q U E U E C U E C U E Oh Q like like here's your here's your time as opposed to treason starts now as opposed to you're waiting in the line actually this this plot does sound interesting it's about two boy runaways who become actors and befriend William Shakespeare and they they try to thwart a plot against Queen Elizabeth. Ooh. Shakespeare, Shakespeare. Oh. I don't know if you have time, but I, I wrote this script. If you want to check it out for me, just, like, just give me some notes or something. Yeah. It's up to you. I'm just, I'm just trying to come up in the writing world. You, you know, know like, like, I know that thou art like a really famous dude, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been, you know, I mean, like we together have been writing a little bit. We want to know what you think. That would just be like super sick, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of like this parts. This is why I don't leave my house on Stratford-upon-Avon. A lot of parts, you know, that like only men can play, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like, chicks, but only men Yeah, they're chicks, play, but like the men, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, you know, yeah. Uh, Pretty common with talk that. To oh. mine agent. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll talk yeah. to your agent. Who are you with now? <laughs> William Shakespeare's the, theatrical I'm agent. I'm with CAA now. <laughs> uh, wow, CAA, CAA is a huge institution. I didn't know that it's been around that long. Mm-hmm. It started in. It started back hundreds in the and hundreds of years. Yeah. They represented Picasso too. Oh no, Picasso's kind of recent. Is well, Picasso recent? Sure. They, they represented uh, <laughs> Da Vinci. Yeah, yeah. That's even older. He happened not too long ago. Is that older than Shakespeare? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't gone to college. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the crazy thing is all you need to do is use that little computer in front of you. Yeah. What a world. You, what have a two, world. you have two little computers in front of you. Do you think that if I would have grown up in the 80s, I would have went to college because I didn't have access to this kind of stuff? Uh, I think that there was probably more... Well, college was certainly more affordable back then, and um, that's true. I probably would have like been more inspired. I'm like, oh man, this Clinton guy—he's got a lot going for me. I, you know, I grew up in the '80s. <laughs> he's got a lot going for Here me. Here I am, like 1990s, gonna go to college, um, become a petroleum engineer. Peter, have you done many podcasts before? I've done a few. Um, I uh, used to run a Marvel movie blog, and uh, I guessed it on. Uh, 
uh, podcast reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy and then uh, Ant Man uh, when they came out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they were they, when Deadpool came up. They were like, eh, that Peter guy, whatever. He doesn't run the Marvel site anymore. Oh, what, what, oh, you stopped that? I stopped. Yeah, I stopped it. Why don't you just keep it going for every movie that comes out? Or like Ant Man, you're just like, ugh. <sighs> After Ant Man, I was just like, oh fuck this. <laughs> no, I was not. Um, I just decided to stop it, uh, f- just to focus on my career and acting and uh, comedy. Hmm. Um, it just took out, and it just took up a lot of time, you know, finding out all this information about background information about Marvel movies and what they're doing, where they're shooting, who's involved, all this stuff. Are you still a fan of Marvel? Of movies? course, of course. And what about? Do you read comic books as well? I don't read many comic books. Oh, I you do don't try to. Don't, not a reader. Man. Not a reader. Uh, I do. There's a comic right now called Spider Gwen, which I really, really do enjoy. Is that, uh, is that a Gwen Stacy? It is Gwen Stacy. Alternate universe. Alt, alternate universe, oh. where she is the one with the spider powers, and Whoa. Peter Parker is dead. Whoa. Oh, did she drop him? I don't know. <laughs> no, she did not drop him. Isn't that what happened to Gwen Stacy? Didn't he? in uh, in uh, yeah one of, yeah one of the incarnations of Gwen Stacy. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, were you happy with Deadpool? I was happy with Deadpool. I don't. I mean, I think the plot was kind of uh, very simple. Um, simple is fine. Simple is fine. Uh, but I mean. I think Ryan Reynolds did an amazing job. Totally, he he is Deadpool. He is that character. There's a reference to International Women's Day in Deadpool. There is oh. maybe the when best scene of the movie when um, she is about to um, have sex with him. Um, yeah, but like in his butt. She's about to have sex because in him because it's because you know how like they celebrate all the holidays and stuff inlet. like that. Yeah, it's like the montage of sex, and she's, they have it on every big holiday. Him? Yeah, because she's it, pegging she's him because like, they like like Merry Christmas, bang, like whatever. And then and she's, she's like, like Happy International Women's Day. And he's like, <laughs> do, you, do you find <laughs> so uh, great? Do you find Ryan, Ryan Reynolds dreamy? Um, dreamy is a strong word. He's amiable, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, for a Canadian. He, he's a, he seems like a very yeah. nice man. And I know there's lots of people who would like to lay consensually with him. Is there any continuity between uh, <laughs> X-Men Origins, the Wolverine, and uh, Deadpool? They do show... Um, he's well, in, in the, he's uh, in Wolverine. Uh, in uh, X-Men in all the, Origins, the Wolverine? Yeah, he's in it. He's, he, yeah, he plays... Uh, this is a Vivian question because Wolverine. she went and watched Wolverine right after we saw you mean Deadpool. X-Men Origins, Wolverine? Yes, like <laughs> X-Men Origins, Wolverine. Um... And all the it's marketing he talked about, he talked, uh, he talked shit on that movie and his representation, their representation of Deadpool in that movie. And then in the movie, they even have like a little action figure of that Deadpool, that version from oh. Origins. That movie sucked. It sucked Ugh, so bad. And There's he and a lot he know, to look at though. Everybody who made Deadpool knew that and played with it. It was really funny. Um, oh, that's good. Chris Miller tweeted and asked if uh, my type of men is men who look like mayonnaise. <laughs> because because <laughs> um, I assume my attraction to Paul Ryan and uh, you know how we've already talked about how I think the Jeb Bush is really sexy. <laughs> so... It- is there anything mayonnaise-y about Midge? No, no. Midge is... uh Mid- Yeah, he's met, he's met Midge. Um, yeah. he's How would you describe him? Uh, he, I, would, I would describe him kind of like a, like a like soy sauce. 
in terms of color. Because you said mayonnaise. Oh. <laughs> well, no, like, that's no. dark. That's too dark. Too dark. Uh, no, he's, Nutella? he's, he, okay. Gravy? He's, he's <laughs> yeah. Gravy. Turkey gravy, though. Turkey gravy. Uh, Turkey he's, gravy. No, he's a t- With chunks in it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Kentucky he, Fried Chicken gravy. He's, oh. a, he's Italian and, and, and French. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So. He traveled here over in the circus. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, exactly what I thought. Um, and he has a beard. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Does it? What's does her name? <laughs> Cassandra. Hey, oh. That was good. That was good. That was very good. It <laughs> was quick. Way funnier than That's mine. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yay. I want to use that now. When everyone's like, oh, I don't know, he like, I like him. He has a beard. I'm like, what's it? That's a good joke. You can so, have it. You would be using it oh, as flappers. Yeah. <laughs> so when are you playing flappers? Yeah, when's your next show? I don't think they want to have me back anymore. They haven't well, asked me back Well, tell them anymore. about uh, this new joke. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, just be like, guys, don't I've, got, don't hang up. <laughs> I've got the yeah. fucking joke that you need to hear. You will not believe this awesome joke. Uh, so... Where do you uh, let's go into plugs? I think we'll start wind down. Where are you going to be performing next, and where can people find out about you? Uh, if you would like to uh, find out about me, uh, uh, I uh, do have. I mean, you can just add me on Facebook. I don't really. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, just go for it. You know, all of action that you just asked for. <laughs> they do provide the delete request, though. Just FYI. Uh, no, uh, if you'd like to find me, Peter underscore awesome on Twitter, uh, uh, Peter awesome on Tumblr as well. Um, uh, for uh, anything coming up, uh, check not, my website. <laughs> what was that? Oh, yeah, check Cassandra's website. She posts about all of our improv yeah. team shows. Um, our, ne- our next show uh, with uh, Calico High School is on uh, April 3rd. Um, Are we really doing that? The one that the one that's changed dates twice, I, yeah. It's my birthday. We can oh. we can hang out what afterwards. A great way to celebrate. We can hang out afterwards. I'll hang out it. with you afterwards. I don't want to do it before my birthday. He'll take you to ramen. I'll take you to ramen. Mm. Um, um, where is that going to be at? That is going to be at Second City in Hollywood. Uh, mm. I'm trying to think of a good ramen place near there. <laughs> um. I'm not going to go to ramen after my fucking birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been decided, okay? No, it just turns out that now I have to fucking plan my birthday to have a bar in the second city now. At the uh, and uh, uh, I, I don't know when uh, will, if it'll officially be out, but back in September, Cast wrote an amazing, great, awesome horror comedy oh, short. Oh, they know about the movie. So great. Uh, Peter's so, in the movie. Yeah. Hey, if we had a Nooner whenever, whenever film that comes festival, out. could we play your movie at that? You said it could only play at film festival. Yeah. <laughs> if we had a Nooner only film, film festival, festival show. <laughs> Although I think that um, there might be some legal updates oh. That, oh. that I don't have the um ability to talk about right okay. Okay. okay 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 you cannot confirm or deny i no. did but i did very much enjoy You're working disavow. on that oh uh, darren uh posted this like super super hot picture <laughs> of paul ryan he's, he's, he's really yeah. good looking I would and he's a great with a caption, he is a good looking guy with the you cannot deny it where's the, where's he's a ones? dull looking guy <laughs> no, there's like sh- pictures of him like shirtless and stuff around yeah that was the like that that was like a huge thing like of him then, working out and then chris miller c- corrected me that it is uh, green goblin drops gwen stacy and then but spidey webs are but uh can't but 
by the time the she's web high. gets to her, sh- is she's too low. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't hit. Load like, faster. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she breaks her neck. It was. Uh, well, he's no Christopher Maloney. There's him with the uh, with Tony Horton and the P90X guy. <laughs> oh my really? God. Yeah. And holy shit! You get to see Paul Ryan's giant cock. No. No. Oh, no I forgot Christopher that Paul Ryan ran with Mitt Romney. That yeah. In, no. In, no. Okay, guys. Shop. You guys, microphones. Microphone voice. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. It was looking. <laughs> <at> um, <laughs> Photoshop pictures of Paul uh, Ryan. And Giselle, what do you have to plug? Uh, plug it, plug. Uh, we just did a podcast this past Saturday, so it's fresh up on the internet for your listening and or downloading pleasure. That can be found at podcast.thegiselleshow.com uh, or just www.thegiselleshow.com. And just remember, Giselle is spelled with one L. And uh, the next seven S's, <laughs> yeah, minus six, and a yeah. Q. We're not going to tell you where in uh, the name of that is. Q though. for treason. It's obvious. It's Q for treason. Oh. And, um, <laughs> Call back. The, the next uh, live podcast will be on March nineteenth. So there's a new one you can listen to now and then upcoming. Yeah, lots of fun things. Nice. Thank you. Go I, cast, I mean, go. I guess I have a fucking show on my birthday on April third at Second City. And yeah, I mean, don't bring presents. We have a whole weekend. We already bought. We have a couple weekends leading up to that show. We can we can party before. It's not the point. I, I know. Um, cast not now. God. <laughs> uh, um. And then I, I just kind of want to plug my new glasses. They're, I'm not they're super them. sexy. They are super great. Thank you. Yeah, I went to the eye doctor yesterday. I complained about my headaches. Tortoiseshell. Yeah, and um, he said the problem is tortoiseshell. Oh, um, okay, okay, keep sorry. talking. Uh, this is, like you can keep okay. talking, Kev. Okay, okay, Giselle, you need to time your. Uh, Giselle, you can't. You can't take photos while she's talking. I'm banning you from taking photos while people are talking. No, no, no. This is really important, everybody who's listening. Wait until after the show. Wait until after the... We're wrapping up. We are wrapping up. Oh, video. Sorry, sorry. It's video. Okay, this is is a a shit show. Anyway, um, so I'm performing at Second City on my birthday. I'll plug that one a couple more times. Wait until after the show. And then... uh, (laughs) um, Okay. Yeah, I think that's all I really have going on all right. right now. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Marty. I have an audition in uh, like in five minutes. <laughs> I have to go. Great. To, so please see me there. Break a leg. And yep. And um, and then I I'll be in my office later, so you can come by. Any it's an open door policy, so just come on by. Yeah. See and watch. It's me. not weird to say people can request you on Facebook when he's offering that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all uh, there for for you people. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> So, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we are at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Nooner, Dan, Marty on the Twitter. Thank you to Tyson and Darren for manning the uh, the Tumblr page. You which guys is, are and, and showing, showing Christopher Maloney's giant cock. Super important cock. And, uh, and ripped abs. So much appreciated. Peter Stoya, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Bruno, the, thank you for the dogs quiet are, for 99% yeah. of the show. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me every week. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Well, you're on... Un- you, I, I forgot. Open door policy. Yes, you're always invited. I know. Um, and uh, we... Oh, and by the way, John is on a top secret mission today. He couldn't talk about it. And we will see you next Tuesday. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Ah, like a well-oiled machine. Oh. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.